This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, August 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. A new water bond for 2022. Study. Dams hurt fish. Drier than normal weather for upper Midwest this fall. A new water bond proposal gathers signatures. A ballot proposal filed with states last week aims to generate a sizable investment in water storage. It would set aside 2% of state tax revenues each year to add at least 5 million acre-feet of water to the total supply. Along with new reservoirs, projects would include desalinization, water recycling, and groundwater banking. The measure would sunset once the additional water begins to be delivered to urban and ag consumers. The proponents signing on to the initiative include the agriculture economist for the San Joaquin Valley Sun, the regulatory affairs director for the Milk Producers Council, a co-founder of the conservative California Policy Center, an executive at the Newport Beach Water District who has worked on desalinization projects, and a member of the Orange County Water District. The measure has been cleared to begin gathering voter signatures for the November 2022 ballot. Sound familiar? Well, Republican Assembly Member Kevin Kiley of Rockland plans to propose a constitutional amendment offering the same tax investments. Kylie, a gubernatorial recall candidate, explained to AgriPulse that his ballot proposal would cover maintenance and repairs on existing projects, cap administrative costs at 5%, and add liability protections. Both measures would also have mechanisms to ensure the funds get dispersed, a response to criticism that the Water Commission has stalled Prop 1 water bond funding. Study. With fish extinctions likely, bold action is needed. A UC Davis senior staff researcher has published a new paper finding that extinction is likely for 78% of California's native salmon. This is due to reservoirs not containing enough cold water to replicate the natural environment for the fish. We falsely equate dams with water security, said Ann Willis, the paper's author, in a news release. More storage does not mean more water. A giant empty refrigerator doesn't help you if you're starving. The same is true for water. The study also identifies sufficient cold water habitats for conservation efforts. Bold conservation actions are required to reverse the trend towards extinction, reads the paper. The study drew immediate praise from Restore the Delta. The Delta Conveyance Project is predicted on increased dam capacity, said Barbara Berrigan Perilla, the conservative group's executive director. But increasing dam capacity won't provide the cool, clean water we need to restore the Delta. She called the findings, quote, a reckoning of how much water we allocate for industrial ag and called for the remaining Prop 1 water bond funding to be rerouted to conservation projects. United Fresh and PMA announce officers of new organization. 
The new association that is being formed from the merger of the United Fresh Produce Association and the Produce Marketing Association has announced leaders for the group, which will launch at the start of 2022. Bruce Taylor, CEO of Taylor Farms in Salinas, California, and a past chair of the PMA will serve as the first chair. The executive committee will also include current PMA chair Dwight Ferguson, president and CEO of the California Agriculture Leadership Foundation, and the current board chairman of United Fresh, Danny Dumas, president of the Canadian Fruit and Vegetable Company, Cool Shane LaRoyce. Laura Himes, senior merchandising director at Walmart, is the chair-elect, and Patrick Vazone, the head of food, beverage, and agribusiness international and head of Hong Kong coverage for ANZ Banking Group, will serve as the committee's secretary-treasurer. Martha Hilton, vice president of produce and floral merchandising for Wegman Food Markets, will serve as the United Fresh Start Foundation's chair and member of the executive committee. Vilsack Law's record forecast for the U.S. ag exports in FY 2022. USDA's forecasting record-breaking U.S. ag exports, which Agriculture Secretary John Vilsack is chalking up to increasing international trade opportunities and American farmers' ability to take advantage of those markets. In fiscal 2022, USDA's Economic Research Service is predicting the U.S. will export $177.5 billion worth of farm commodities. Simply put, agriculture trade is all about opportunities for our agriculture producers, our rural communities, and the American economy as a whole, as well as for the global customers who value quality, cost-competitive U.S. farm and food products, Vilsack said in a Friday statement. Meanwhile, the U.S. ag sector and lawmakers continue to pressure the Biden administration to negotiate new free trade agreements and nominate a chief agriculture negotiator for the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Drier than normal weather forecast for upper Midwest this fall. Dry weather and above normal temperatures are expected across the upper Midwest from September to November. That according to the National Weather Service. It does look like it should be a relatively warm fall, but there is no real indicator for the eastern Corn Belt which way it's going to go. That the word of USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey speaking to AgriPulse. However, Rippey said the early autumn looks to be wetter for the upper Midwest. That will be welcomed, but if the rain comes too much too quickly this fall, we'll get the drought relief, but it could hamper the harvest activities, he said. And here's today's He Said It. We now call on Governor Newsom to have the same foresight as his predecessor, Governor Brown, did when he vetoed the previous card check attempt. That California Fresh Fruit Association President Ian LeMay on the Senate passage of AB 616, a bill on farm worker union elections. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 30th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.